What's up, Redemption? How you doing? My name is John. As always, this is another episode of The Threshing Floor. Today we're going to be having on a new player, or new-ish player. We're going to be having Bobby Fears on, who goes by Archon on the boards and Discord. And we're going to be kind of talking about redemption through the eyes of a beginning player and some of the hurdles and some of the you know rough edges for gathering the information that you need to get acclimated to the game and kind of what we can do to continue to improve that for a better experience for a new player. So without further ado, we'll jump right into it. Thanks for being here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Threshing Floor. Welcome to the year 2022. Um, the The podcast has now been alive in two different years, so that's progress towards towards uh, long withstanding here. Um, today, we're going to be introducing a new guest on the show. We're going to be having Bobby Fears on. How you doing, Bobby? Oh, I'm doing great. Glad to be here. And for those of you who don't don't know Bobby by name, most of you probably won't. He's Archon on the boards. I think his 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 avatar is a picture of some kind of like frog. It's, it's um, the uh, the demon frogs. There you go. And he's the one that's been going around asking really specific questions, kind of uh, kind of rogue, working on a project that we're going to tell you about today. But I guess if you want to, you want to go ahead and just tell them you, about your uh, how long you've been playing. It's it's been about a month now, or a little over. Maybe maybe getting towards two months. You want to want to kind of tell them about you getting involved with Redemption, the card game. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been maybe about a month and a half now. Um, I I've had experience with some previous card games. Pokemon was a big one for a while, um, but I I got out of it for a number of reasons. <laughs> um, I recently within like that month and a half uh i was on a trip with my wife and i was thinking about the redemption board game uh for some reason there wasn't any particular connecting thought to that it just popped in my mind and i decided to uh look it up when i got home and Maybe, you know, buy a copy for old time's sake when I had played it many years ago. Um, and I I found out that there's this ongoing card game. And for some reason, I missed that somehow. <laughs> so I was like, well, I do like card games. And I was kind of looking to get back into some kind of card game. Um and so I checked it out. Uh, it looked pretty good from what I saw. So I made some initial purchases, and uh, here I am. Well, we're certainly glad to have you. I guess we'll before we get into the main topic of what we want to talk about, and I'll go ahead and tell you that kind of kind of what we wanted to do this episode. And I had this idea because I saw that you posted on the boards before you actually joined Discord talking about some of the hurdles that you had as a new player and some of the, you know, difficulty in finding the community and finding resources and all of that. And I was like, oh, that would be really cool to kind of just do a case study of a new player, see redemption through the eyes of a new player. So that was the initial motivation for this 
podcast episode. Fast forward to now, not only are we going to kind of do that, but it's also going to have kind of some light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to talk about a project that you've been working on because you didn't just stand by idly. You you jumped in, got your hands dirty, and started working on something, and we want to spotlight that. But before we do that, we're going to talk about some recent news within the game, within the community. Obviously, by the time that you're getting this, we are well into week one pairings for the Lackey Grand Prix tournament that is hosted by friend of the podcast, my buddy Jay Chambers. So if you haven't got your games in for this week, make sure you reach out to the person you're paired with. Make sure you work towards getting those done. Also this week, I don't know how many of you how many of you actually watched it because it was a pretty lengthy video, but it was well worth it. But Rob M Studios, Rob M from New York, put out a comprehensive spoiler video guide. And it kind of picked up where my spoiler guide left off because it was more up to date. And he did a really fantastic job of laying out the car, showing you exactly what we have and not really speculating a whole bunch about that, but just giving you like the facts of what we can expect. Did you get a chance to check that out, Bobby? Um, I haven't been able to watch the whole video out uh, yet, but um, I was really liking what I was seeing. You know, I I generally try to avoid spoilers, but for this set, I'm just so... I, I've been so busy putting together stuff um, that we'll get into later on here. But I, uh, I saw something about, like, thieves being added to the set. That'll be part of the Crimson Brigade. And uh, I, I really like when card games do that kind of kind of like quirky, you know, they're just kind of like extra things that aren't in other sets. Like I, I saw that these cards are, those uh, Thief card rather is able to like take cards from your opponents specifically. And I think that's going to be a really interesting mechanic that I'm looking forward to trying out. I think the ways that from not just not just that theme in GOC when it comes out. There's all kinds of like interactions that are just going to be fun. The fact that you can take someone's reserve and completely remove it from the game, which changes the landscape of that game, where not every game is going to have the same feel. I think that's that's pretty cool. At least the idea of it, I guess we'll have to see. I'm probably not going to feel real cool or think it's real cool when my reserve gets taken when I don't want it to be. <laughs> so... We'll have to see how it all pans out. Rob, again, from Rob M Studios on YouTube, make sure you check that out. But he's also planning to release. So at the time of this coming out, so tomorrow on the 5th, um, January 5th, is going to be a video in the same style, but going over the Legacy Rares, which will be coming out with Phase 1 of Gospel of Christ. We know what all of those are. I think there's three of them that we haven't seen the updated artwork for, but you know what the card does because legacy rares kind of keep the same ability and just maybe clean up wording here and there. Right. And then we also had a little game that, that Gabe wanted to, uh, wanted to play with everyone about cards that didn't quite make the cut. They came out with, with three cards or they, they provided three cards to us that were at their, I guess at the beginning of their testing phase or what would have been, they didn't get deep into testing and they got cut they were actually pretty cool cards, and I figured we could kind of go over those. So just to reiterate that these cards are not 
legit cards at this point. They are not coming in GOC phase one or two. They are not even in consideration to be printed with either phase one or phase two. Obviously, phase one's already going to print. So these cards currently have no hope of being in packs that you open. So these are not real cards. With that said, we'll kind of go over them and, and kick around kind of ideas about them. And you want to talk about fun mechanics of taking cards from your opponent with a thief theme? What about extortion? Extortion is a crimson enhancement, and it says opponent may give you two good cards from hand. So you come in, you get initiative, you play this, they have to give you two good cards from hand, which means that they might not have too many more good cards in hand at whatever point, or at least battle-winning cards. If they do not, restrict opponent from playing enhancements. Cannot be negated. That sounds like a fun card to manipulate your opponent with. Yeah, that's really something. I was looking at that here, and I was like, wow, that would really be fun to play. <laughs> you know, really disrupt the hand. They definitely picked the, the perfect title for that card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. Give me two good cards, or you cannot play any enhancements. Cannot be negated. And then... Imagine if you have storehouse out, so your hand is protected. You can't give me cards because your hands are protected from my abilities. So now you just can't play enhancements. Cannot be negated. Now you have to you have to either be winning that battle through by the numbers, because with you being restricted from playing enhancements, you can't even play the enhancement, not get the ability, and just use the numbers. It's it's like what your current numbers are, or you've got to leverage your dominance to get through that battle phase. So that's a very strong card. Yes, very. And then it just goes to, goes to show, I assume that there's probably not something quite this quite this crazy that made it all the way through testing, but it kind of shows you the, the fun point of, and I know when we had Gabe on, he mentioned that he likes to set a card at a really strong power level and then work it down versus having kind of a weak card and building it up to the certain threshold that they want it to be. So I bet early on testing for cards like this would just be so fun being part of the playtest team when you're able to use some of these crazy abilities like that. The next one that we'll look at is a lost soul called the first. And this one's kind of one where you read the ability and then you have to, you have to kind of put your hand on your chin and go, Hmm, and think about how it would actually work out to understand the ability. Like, it takes a second for it to click. Yeah. If put in play and all of your other lost souls are meek, so that means you have every other soul on the board is meek, you may draw one card and then top deck this card. So how does that work? So I draw three cards, right? And now one of them is a soul. So you automatically replace that draw. So now you're four cards deep into your deck. Then you put this in play, and it's going to trigger and give you another draw. Now you're five cards deep into your deck. And then it's going to top deck itself, so you do it again the next turn until something breaks the chain. Someone else mentioned this, and it it really does have kind of a combo feel to it. Like, that ability just feels like it's screaming for some type of interaction with another card or two. Yeah, that's how I felt about it, reading about it. Um, like you said, it's definitely a, a chin-holding kind of card. <laughs> it's like, hmm. But I, I got that same feeling that it... It definitely belongs in some kind of combo. Right. And that's not to say that that combos are... Combos are one of those things to where, like, obviously we don't want any more broken combos of 
the level of love at first sight from last tournament season, you know, where it, it constantly creates negative play experience for the person on the other side of the table. What I do think that, like, the team has reiterated that they're willing to have a certain level of combos as long as it's not at that broken level. And I think it's kind of cool that something like this was even considered because it's kind of one of those tools for a combo type thing to where somebody could build around it. And I think as long as you have some of those tools that those players that like combo can build around and they can enjoy the game of redemption the way that they want to, but it doesn't hurt the full scope of the entire game. You're not morphing games into just this broken combo. I think that's okay. Someone did put on Discord, man, if you could have two of these, and that sounds really cool, but if you had two, then they would just break each other because all of your other souls would not be meek at that point. So it would limit itself. It wouldn't get overly broken in type two because you couldn't have more than one copy. So that's kind of my thoughts on it, that it's just kind of one of those fun cards that like, it's cool to see that they were experimenting with something like that. I can't think of any specific cards off the top of my head where it's just like, okay, boom, that's what I would want to try this out with immediately. So it's not it's not something that just screams like broken. So Yeah, it feels like when I look at different redemption cards, you kind of start getting some sparks in your brain of just different ideas of how to tie some of them together. But that one I feel like really it it takes more planning to think about how to use something like that effectively. It's not very clear on what kind of combo that would be. And I think maybe that has something to do with why it might have been cut. Yeah, I don't know. But I do think that that's a really fun ability to see that they were they were testing out and at least giving giving a chance. And then we roll over here to the third card. And the third card is easily my favorite. And it's one of those that like when I saw it, obviously it would go through some changes as they play tested it. I understand that. They came out and said that. I get it. But I think it's really cool that this has two different themes that benefit from it because they're all tied together by the object of the card. This card is an artifact. It's called Jacob's Well. And it has an X identifier. An X equals your number of Genesis or Samaritan heroes. And the ability on this card is, it's kind of a wordy one. So it says you may reserve this card. So you're going to get the artifact probably by way of offering your son if you're running Genesis or I don't know what else you'd be able to in New Testament gold if you were primarily running New Testament gold to get artifacts because um, we haven't seen all of GOC, what ways you're going to be able to consistently do that. Right. But you may reserve this card. So you're getting it, you're activating it, now you're moving it to your reserve. Once it's in your reserve, you then get the benefit. So if you do... Draw X, limit three. And X can, again, be number of your Genesis or Samaritan heroes. The other ability, or you've got like three options. So if you do draw X, top deck a good dominant from deck, which isn't overly broken. You top deck a good dominant. You don't necessarily get it directly to your hand. You just top deck it. It sounds a lot stronger than it is. And you pair that with something like Jeshua the Restorer, and then you can put it into your hand immediately. So it does have some usage. Then the third option, which is probably my favorite and probably the one that would have to go undergo more testing and change, is that you select a Genesis or Gospel hero. And see, this is this is one thing where I think I think they might would have to immediately change this because a Gospel hero now it's no longer just for Genesis and Samaritan. 
because now you can use it with any gospel hero. And I think maybe that would have to change for the power level of the card. But it says that hero gains may ban to a human of matching book this turn. So you could go into Genesis where you have, say, your LOC Patriarch Band, which normally ends up being, you've got Jacob, follower of God, you've got Judah, the leader, you've got Isaac, willing sacrifice, and Father Abraham. A lot of these are dropping Father Abraham to go with Cloud of Witness, Father Abraham, because your band ends with Father Abraham getting that draw because he doesn't have a subsequent band. Well, now you could potentially get the draw off of him and then have a band to keep the chain going to band to another Genesis hero. And it also takes all of those Genesis heroes that came out in LOC that don't necessarily band together. You have to kind of manipulate to use them. This would give you a potentially consistent way to use them, similar to the way that Teal uses New Covenant to provide a bandability for their um, is it dutiful priest, I think, maybe, that goes into Jeremiah. There's one that they constantly want to recur that enhancement. And this would kind of give that same same vibe to Genesis without. I think you could build this card in a way to where it's not completely broken. What do you think, Bobby? Yeah, I think um, I, that's like kind of another thing I'm seeing is that that hero gaining banding abilities. Um, I definitely see how that could kind of add even more value uh, to the Genesis theme or um, the gospel heroes as well. Um, I kind of, something I like too is these cards like that where you can select like one of a few different effects just based on the situation. Um, that's something that I'm seeing here as well that I I like that. That's pretty good. Of course, it's a, it's a cut card, sadly, but... Yeah, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see a reworked version of these at some point. We can only hope so. I will say that when someone hears me talk about this card, and clearly I get excited about a card like this because I play Genesis, and I've 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 done a crazy number of decks that I've built since I've been playing in the last going on three years have been Genesis decks. So obviously it plays into a brigade that I've played tons of. But I think also what's really cool about this card is the fact that, like I said, it connects two completely two completely separate themes within redemption because of their common bond from the Bible, from the source material. So Jacob, a follower of God, Jacob wrestled with an angel, that, that same Jacob, right? There was a well built, named after him. And then you fast forward to Jesus meeting the woman at the well and asking for a drink of water. This is the scene in the Gospels where Jesus is talking to the Samaritan woman who has come to draw water. And Jesus said, give me a drink. She said, you are a Jew and I am Samaritan. How can you ask me for a drink? Jews did not associate with Samaritans. He said, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. So... I think that's pretty cool. And just the fact that you get these stories that are connected and their one connecting factor is what the, the title of the card is, Jacob's Well. Yeah, I like that. Um, like you said, that connecting factor in one card is definitely a really cool aspect of that. Really good attention to detail of those stories. So with that, uh, again, Extortion, Lost Soul, the first, and Jacob's Well, 
I want to reiterate again. I cannot say it enough. I'm, I'm from the rooftops. I'm screaming. I'm letting you know, don't come for me when you don't open these in your packs. These are not real cards. These are cards that were um, built out at least to this point. And then at a certain point through testing or building of the set, they were cut for various reasons. So these cards are cards that were released to kind of show us some of the idea behind the thought process and how GOC came to be. The cards that did make it into the set, these are some that did not make it into the set. So there you go. There you have it. My disclaimer, don't come for me. All right, so now we'll transition and we'll we'll kind of get into what I, I wanted to bring Bobby on and talk about. So when you first started with Redemption, you made a post on the boards that talked about the fact that when you went to Google, and here, I'll pull it up right now. I'll hit Google Redemption. So you Google Redemption CCG. Cactus Game Design is the first hit. The second hit is Wikipedia and then Board Game Geek. Those are the three hits that you saw when you first started, right? Yeah, those are the top three right off the bat as well. That for me is. And then once you go to go to click on these and you start looking at them, you kind of run into the issue that made that led to you making that post is that there's information and information is out there to be found. Everyone knows me. I have a reputation for being able to find things online. So I can find information. I think you were able to find information as well. But there's a certain amount of dedication it takes to find the information because it's just not really accessible easily. So you want to you wanna just kind of give us some of that, that thought process that went into Because clearly there was some frustration with you came into it, you found some, a, a product, a game that you liked, and then you start immediately getting hit with the hurdles of kind of that onboarding process for a new player to come in and gather the information and the resources because they're not easily put together. Yeah. Uh, it's just like you said, it. there's lots of great resources for this game. The community, super helpful. Um, but it's so scattered and just finding all the basic information you need will send you to various sites and um, it's that's quite a process to get through. And I'm glad that I had enough dedication to stick through that and get those resources together and figure out where you know where to go as a new player. Um, that's definitely one of the issues is it's not the amount of resources, but the user friendliness and accessing those resources, I think is a big problem for sure. And I'll even say to the point to I'm on cactus game design right now on their website. And one of the, one of the main things for a new player is how user friendly is it to access the information? And it's got a banner that scrolls across and says redemption, the card game, and you can click shop redemption. But if that banner is not currently up, there's not another link that says, Hey, redemption directly. If you scroll down, you see a link to the forums for redemption, but you don't see without that banner being there to actually get to redemption. You have to mouse over card games and then redemption click on that. And then it brings you to the redemption page of cactus game design. And then it's got several, several different other items of resources, but it doesn't necessarily make that easy to obtain or easy to get to. 
Yeah, if you go to the website directly um, from Google, um, yeah, it does take you to that site where you got to kind of navigate the menus a bit. Um, but even when you are at the home of redemption, as it says here, once you're into it, it's it could use a little bit of layout work, <laughs> to put lightly. <laughs> there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of, I think there's almost a little too much jumping out at you right at once. So it's a bit too busy. Um, I will say also, just to, I think I'm on the record here enough to where everyone knows that I care about the game. I enjoy the game. I want to see the game grow. All of those things. I mean, I wouldn't be putting in time to bringing a podcast to the community if I didn't think there was potential there and I didn't care about the game. So it's not just trying to bag on the game. It's a matter of identifying the rough edges for the new player because in order for the game to grow, we're going to have to get new players. We're going to have to get players that have stepped away from the game coming back. And the easier you can make that process of someone jumping in and knowing what to expect, what to do, how to get acclimated to the game, instead of I can't tell you how many times someone's come on to even the Discord, so they found the community, they waved uh, they waded through all of this water, joined the community, and then they're there and they're really active. They're asking questions. And most of the questions are the same questions. There, There's a handful of questions that are the most common early on. Sites. What are sites and fortresses? <laughs> I, was in that, I was in that bracket. <laughs> but they'll stick around for, you know, two or three weeks. And they'll ask these questions and then they'll kind of fade away. And then... You think about it. I can I can think of two or three people right now, screen names, in the last six to eight weeks that have come, asked their questions, and then gone. And how many of those are not retained because it's so much work to get in and get acclimated to the game? And I think that the community is the strongest pool for redemption. I think, honestly, you, you come in, you get a, a group of people that play the game that will do whatever they can to make it easier for you to understand the rules of the game. There's not... There's not this hierarchy of players like the top players don't associate with other players that are beneath their level. There's none of that. The community is fantastic. The problem is how hard it is to find the community. And then once you find the community, that doesn't necessarily still give you all of the information that you need. So even something as simple as set information. So when new expansion sets come out, finding out what the latest one is, what the newest one, finding that information is kind of hard to the point to where when we first started, me and Brad, the guy that's you know on here quite frequently, jumped in the game at the same time that I did. I remember we went kind of our separate ways on buying cards, and then we kind of came back together. One of my first purchases was a common set of Prophecy of Christ that I got through Three Lions Gaming. One of his first purchases, and he thought he was actually going to get some solid cards and was going to be highly competitive with my purchase. He bought some disciples packs. Disciples packs do not equal prophecy of Christ packs. Prophecy of Christ was the absolute latest set. And I had found that out. He had gone and saw where somebody said online on one of these links or something. He saw where someone said that disciples was a really good set. And it might've been for the day. He just wasn't aware that it was so outdated at the time compared to the newest set that I was getting cards for. So we were coming from starter decks. 
my first big purchase was a common set of Prophecy of Christ, and his was some Disciple Booster Packs. That does not equal each other. That's a really big difference. <laughs> wow. And the thing is, he didn't know any better. He thought he was getting some solid product, and he paid, honestly, he paid, he paid almost as much for Disciples Packs and a few other Booster Packs that I paid for the entire common set because it was only, I don't know how he was doing it, but it was listed at Three Lines Gaming for $25 for a common set of the full Prophecy of Christ set. So that was a heck of a deal. So I got that and he got his booster packs and one player thinks they got great value. One player feels like they were gypped off. Yeah, this kind of comes back to the user friendliness issue. Like just... Briefly, going back to the Cactus website here, uh, some of the the links on the products mention rotation, but they're not very upfront about the difference in that divide. Um, in fact, if you scroll down that Home of Redemption page a bit, it says something about want to jumpstart your redemption collection, and there's a grab bag, but it's all like really old. Uh, outdated set. It says it comes from apostles, patriarchs, kings, angel wars, and priests. Do not get me started on angel wars, but take that one out. And still, apostles, patriarchs, kings, and priests? Okay, I I don't really know what to say to that. Granted, Rob Anderson, the owner of Redemption, can market his game however he chooses to do so. It is his. He owns it. And we are just players of the game, obviously. With that said, I think I think somewhere down the line there there could be some mutual feedback to where it benefits us as players that want to see the game grow to have stronger competition, bigger tournaments, things of that nature. We want to see bigger national tournaments with more people. We want to see the game grow as players, and I'm sure he wants to see it grow because as it grows, he makes more money and he's able to provide for other facets of his business and continue to expand and provide for his family as well. So I think having the same goals in mind at some point, maybe maybe in the future, there, there would be an opportunity to kind of mutually promote the game. I know that in my business, I run a warehouse and I have people that work under me. When I have an employee come in and say that we're, we're going to do a performance review, um, most jobs, they do some type of performance review where you get your performance analyzed and you find out what you're doing well and where you can improve on. Now, I think the absolute best tactic that I have for doing this is I bring someone in that's struggling in a certain area. I don't start talking about how they're struggling in that area. And then I don't say, oh, well, you're really good here, but then let me tear you down here. That's not how I do it for the most part. The way that I do it is we talk about what the perfect employee does. So we analyze what would be the absolute dream employee. And then we kind of compare where they are to them. And we just go area by area. And you'll end up with someone sitting there that's acknowledging where they have weaknesses and areas that need to improve. And I think you can kind of do the same thing here. If you ask me what the absolute perfect scenario for redemption is for promotion and marketing. It's for everything to be in one accessible location at a URL or 
our website that is just redemptionccg.com and you you cut out all of the middle ground all of the you know layers of having to work through to find information obviously we're not rob anderson we can't make that happen we don't have and and i don't think anyone in the community is willing to put that type of resource are are able to put that type of resource in or it would probably already be done but what can we do as players that want to see the game grow what can we do we can start making things as easy as possible and we can start making things more accessible and more user friendly and keeping all of that in mind the experience that a new player has when they come to the game and start trying to improve that experience i think that's a that's a valid way to improve the new player experience don't you think yeah, it definitely starts with uh, the community just doing what they can to ease the burden of accessing basic information that all new players and people interested in checking the game out should know. With that, and I, I think it, as, as much as we talk about the things that need to be cleaned up, we can also start talking about some of the great space that the game is in right now. And some of the great changes that are happening, we have a QR code that is about to start going into every pack of redemption cards that Tyler mentioned when he was on. You have content creation that when we came into the game a couple of years ago, you you go on YouTube and the most relevant videos were a couple of years old at that point to where there wasn't up-to-date, fresh content. Fast forward to now, you've got... Redemption with Jaden. You've got Rob M Studios. You've got the podcast here. You've got other people talking about wanting to make videos and things of that nature for the game. So content creation is in a good spot. And then you have cross promotion between resources. You can go on to my podcast site. And as soon as you scroll down at the top highlighted, you're going to have links to all kinds of other resources. You can go on to Derek's your turn games site. And there's a resource section that's going to break down and give you all of these resources and where to go and find them. You have Land of Redemption, which is kind of a central hub that promotes Redemption with Jaden, the podcast, all kinds of other articles from the community. All of that's in one resource, uh, one place. And you have all of these things starting to link back to themselves. You've got accessible tournaments now with Zoom locals that are happening once a month. You've got the Lackey Grand Prix and I think someone mentioned maybe getting one together on Untap. And you see all of these resources are starting to be compiled together so that if you find one resource, you can kind of find the others. And all of that just makes that experience so much easier. I think anybody that, that comes into the game, so you came into the game a couple of years after I came into the game, and I can tell you that you found Discord and you found the board's I wouldn't say necessarily easier, but you were able to jump in and start asking questions and things of that nature quicker than I was. And maybe that's maybe that's me as a person, you know, kind of filling it out more and you just kind of kind of jumping in quicker. I think when we first started, it seemed like there was there was like about a month of like we were in darkness. We've got these cards and we don't know if we're playing them right. We've got the rule book, but the rule book doesn't really tell you everything. And until we found the boards and all those other resources, we were kind of in darkness. And then you find the community and it's like, okay, this is awesome. There's actually people that are playing active tournaments right now. And I think it's a matter of making sure that 
as a community, we're, we're aware and we're making those resources as easy to access for new players as we can. So I'll go ahead and give you the floor for your big announcement. You can talk about it however you want, how, however long you want about your project with, well, I'll just let you talk about it. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so as you've mentioned, I went on the boards about a month and a half ago and made that post about my frustrations. And uh, I was really interested into getting into this game. And it just kind of, it just kind of sat in my brain for a bit, thinking about ways to make it easier to get to these resources. Um, I, I figured out the entrance quiz to the forums and noticed there was a discord so I figured that's probably the best place to go for snappy interactions with the community. Um, I did that, and uh, there was just a little bit of basic banter in there. But at some point, um, there was talk about a Redemption Reddit that was very uh, defunct. Basically, it looked like someone had made it, and they didn't bother to do anything with it, really. So it just kind of languished, and I, I mean nothing. There were no kind of banner graphics. There weren't any rules, no kind of particular content. It was just kind of there, and eventually uh, whatever members there were just stopped posting altogether. So I just, everything just happened at the right time. I was like, maybe I could be a part of getting access to this Reddit somehow. And uh, bearing in mind, I've never had a Reddit account in my entire life before this, um, but I, I made one. And at first I tried to request to join that Reddit just to see if the moderator maybe was active elsewhere. Uh, they weren't. <laughs> um, but I, I then figured out there's a process for requesting essentially a takeover of old defunct subreddits my there is certain minimum requirements like the age of the account and they they call it karma points on reddit it's it's basically just when people upvote your stuff it, it kind of gives you brownie points that you can track in a certain way uh it's just a way to prevent you know just junk accounts and bot accounts that kind of stuff but I made an account and I started making some posts in different places and just to start building things up. Well, the talks of taking that Reddit over kind of started developing more and uh, Jaden was able to reach out to that person, that old moderator. And thankfully they were able to hash something out. Then this process had been going on for a few weeks Um but finally, we were able to gain access to that old subreddit, and um, we didn't have to go through that process anymore of requesting a takeover. That old moderator was able to get on and add Jaden as a moderator, and then who added me in turn. Um, and from there, we were able to take it over, and it, everything just kind of came together. Like I said, I, as a new player, of course, there's a lot of aspects that I didn't understand, but because the community is so helpful and knowledgeable, I was able to reach out to people 
Um, as mentioned earlier, you could, there's not a hierarchy. You can talk to anybody. I was able to talk to uh, some titans of the game, uh, just different people from all sorts of positions. Gabe, the, the game designer for Redemption, um, and so on. And I was able to gather just everything together. And then, and then the other step was learning how to format this information in a way that a new player can easily understand. Because again, there is a lot of information. Um, so the user friendliness uh, was also a big deal. I wanted to make sure I could put something together that was easy to understand. And Reddit has these built-in wiki pages. So I, I learned how to do the formatting on Reddit. Um, again, brand new to Reddit. It's just something I picked up on. And I, I figured in doing this process, I could help out my fellow new players, but also myself, you know, because then I would also have this information just right off the bat. So um, as of now, um, I'd say it's, it's ready to open. It's got, I'm going to start talking about it more and getting people into that subreddit so they can see what I've been working on this past week plus some days. <laughs> um, it doesn't sound like a long time, but I put in a lot of time. There were a lot of late nights uh, turning into mornings <laughs> uh, just so I could pump out as many of these pages in a, in a quality fashion. That's why it was so time consuming. I wanted to make sure it looked pretty good. There was, there was some back and forth, you know, getting people's opinions on some of the pages so I can make sure everything looked right. Um, so now there's, it's on there. And when I say it's open, people can, anybody can view it. They can go to r slash redemption CCG um, again, I'll be pushing this more in the channels and stuff like that. But you don't got to have an account to Reddit. Anybody can view it. They can get on there. It's I got it pinned for the different wiki pages. And when you go into them, they're, they're all connected in a certain way. So it's really easy to get around after you've already clicked on a page. So anyone can view, about, view it, but to do upvote, downvote, comment... Those things you have to you have to submit and become a member, correct? That's right. Yeah. So if you want to like actually interact in that way, you would have to make a red account. But it's it's simple. It's like anywhere else. You make a username, a password, uh, verify the email address you put in. It's just really straightforward stuff. Yeah, I think I did it, and it let me use my like login with Google. So yeah, so they even have those kind of options. So let's just say for for you being modest here, let's uh let, let me pull it up and we'll we'll kind of so I've got the the Reddit is loaded or, or subreddit. I don't I don't know what you call this. I've never done Reddit either. <laughs> like every now and then I'll Google a topic and it'll come up with a Reddit page. Mm -hmm. That's all I know about Reddit. I don't know about terminology and things. But when you go to Redemption, you see that first of all the graphics have improved. You've got a layout with the first couple of comments isn't people asking about if the game is, is still going or anything. It's like, okay, now you're hit with information pinned at the top resources for players of all skill levels. I'm going to click on this. 
and it's going to come and it's going to say, welcome to our, um, our resource within this topic are links to our wiki pages. You can find out the purpose of this, of them is to get you to the information you need in a user-friendly manner. These pages are pulled from all sorts of places throughout the community and it's gathered, edited, and mostly typed up and formatted by, by me, which is you. And then says, please be patient, long process, but it's, it's for the most part, you're, you're getting close to saying that this is ready to rock and roll. Um, so the first page here is what is redemption? You click on that and it says, what is redemption? Talks about the year that it came out, how it's the second longest running, uh, card game. And then tells you that it's Bible based. What's the goal of the game? And then where do I begin? And now instead of having to close off of this page and go back to the previous page, you can actually just click here to get to the, the wiki. I guess is what, what this is called. Yeah, that's that's the technical term. <laughs> and also right before I clicked on that, there was a link to Discord in that where do I begin? So immediately you've created a path for a new player to learn some basic information. And then you can go here to learn more and click here to join our Discord. So that's pretty cool. And then you come here to a list of um, if you are a newer returning player, here's some frequently asked questions. You can click on that to get to frequently asked questions. It starts off talking about rotation and um, brigades and things of that nature. Questions about aspects of the game. What product should you buy? Um, talks about the reserve. Talks about the star abilities. Talks about the cloud icon. This card has a character on top and bottom and has icons on the left and right. And it talks about what those are. all those are. And then you can, instead of doing that, if you wanted to click rules, card list, things of that nature, it links to Land of Redemption with all of those resources already compiled. So what you've, what you've done in essence here, and don't think it stops there. It keeps going. I just think it's going to get redundant for me to read out everything when you can go and look at this for yourselves. Um, if you're listening to this, is you've got the Lion's Den Facebook group linked here which I don't even know how many people know about that that are new to the game because it doesn't ever get promoted. Redemption forums. Then you've got YouTube channels, Rob M Studios, Redemption with Jaden, Sound of the Star. You've got the Threshing Floor podcast. You've got um, the official store of Redemption, which is going to be your uh, Cactus Game Design site. You've got Your Turn Games, Three Lines Game. And then here just as a bonus throw-in, you've got your acronyms and what you know phrases are, are CTB, Choose the Blocker. If you didn't know what that is, just random terms that people abbreviate. All these resources are compiled. So what you've done here, and I guess that's kind of what you wanted to do, is you've you've created just a path of information. So it's almost like you're a new, new beginner or you're a returning player. Boom, start here, and you're following this map all the way through all this information. So when you get to the end of it, you should have a basic understanding of the game. Is that kind of is that kind of the the goal that you had with this? That's it. I wanted it to be a user friendly hub of just pretty much everything um, that a new player would need to know, um, and just it, it covers just about everything you could want to know as a new player. Uh, I can't think of much else, <laughs> honestly. Um, it's got a deck building page. For people that are new to the game, especially that want some tips on that and some of the rules, um, a brigades page of what the brigades are, their themes, some stuff like that. Uh, 
a book list. Uh, not everybody getting into the game is going to have the books of the Bible memorized. I've got that covered. Uh, tournament page for those wanting to get into their first tournaments. Um, also, earlier you were talking about that difference in sets and not knowing offhand which ones are like the, the old ones and which ones are the newer ones. I've also put a release list for all the expansions. Everything's there. All right, guys. He says, I put a set list out. Here's here's the set list. The originals, limited and un- unlimited printings, 1995. First edition, starter decks, A and B, 1995. Then you go through Prophets, Women, The Warriors. Second edition, starter decks, C and D, 2000. Like, it gives you the years for all of these. Um, Angel Wars came out in 2004. I'm not sure if anyone knows that. Um, <laughs> now you do. And then you get into, so Faith of Our Fathers. This is the first one that has something besides just the date. Yeah, that's another thing uh, that's not talked about much, especially for new players, is like, what are all these tens about? There's 26 tens, I believe. Yeah. So I that was another thing I had to reach out about and figure out what what was what with those. And that's here for everybody too. Yeah. So there's there's additional information besides just the date on those. And then you got the disciples. It came out in 2010. So not not super super old for Brad, but just not POC level. <laughs> uh, Faith of our fathers, Rock of Ages. Um, then you got fourth fourth edition starter decks came out in 2013. Um, the early church, persecuted church. All of this information is boom. It's right here. And it's got a, not only does it have the sets listed, there's a break here and it says rotation sets below. And it starts with fourth, fourth edition um, starter decks. So you're already having that, that big question of what is rotation and classic. It's kind of ev- everywhere you look without explicitly saying it. Like, I mean, it does explicitly say it here too. There's a, there's, a, there's a section about it, but you're incorporating that. So if you just follow this information, as a new player, you should be able to get to everything that you need to know to at least have an idea of whether you want to continue working towards learning the game. I think it's absolutely fantastic. I think you've done a great job with it. I think there's a lot of information here that's compiled and it's kind of like if we had the ability and we could create redemptionccg.com and all the resources in the perfect website, we'd put them all together. We can't do that. We don't have the resources. We don't own the game. It's not up to us to do that. As a community, someone that joined the community less than two months ago, and you've you've put together this resource for new players, and that's 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 one of the coolest things about Redemption is that people within the community realize that it's a small community and they are willing to always help out and do things for the future of the game and and bettering the game and the experience for other players. So I'll go ahead and tell you, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, thanks. It was a. It's been a long journey. <laughs> I mean, in terms of how much time I had to put into it to get it to where it is now, um, but it's fully featured. And, and again, the original state of this subreddit, um, there was nothing, hardly. There, there was a few old posts I've kept um, that were I felt were relevant to the topic at hand here, but. Um, there was nothing and I just I wanted to create something that looked good was easy to navigate and again that user friendliness for 
new players, including myself. Now, now I don't have to dig around in a whole bunch of places trying to find my answers. I can just come here uh, myself as well. Yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and say that we're at on on this about community. It tells you there's two people online. I'm going to guess that that's you and me right now. Probably. <laughs> um, and then it says 57 members. That's people that have signed up and joined this subreddit for redemption. So if it's at 57, I assume that we probably get at least 20 people throughout the week listening to the podcast here. We should be able to touch at least 70. That's 13 more people, at least 70 people in the next I don't know, week or so. So let's go ahead and just just drop a, a a goal for everybody that's listening to the podcast. Roll over to Reddit. Even if you don't do Reddit, just go ahead and check it out at least so that you know what what there is there. So when you get a new player or someone that you're sharing about the game or sharing the game to, even if you don't get on Reddit, you could say, oh, by the way, here's all this information in one location where you go and access. But if you if you do go and look at it, and there's, it's kind of, it's not quite, it's not quite the boards and it's not quite discord. It's kind of like somewhere in the middle. So the activity level of discord is you could have a conversation that just goes crazy, like a text message, like a group text message. And then the boards is at such a slow pace that you can really archive and go back and find things there. And I guess Reddit's kind of somewhere in the middle. It's like not breakneck pace and it's not like super slow if you get enough activity yeah, it's similar to, I'd say it's a little more similar to the forums because it's got separate posts and stuff. But I think something that helps this stand out from the forums, um, other than being user friendly, <laughs> is um, it's connected to the entirety of Reddit. So this has, even even after the QR code, whatever site that directs players to, and stuff, this will still stick around. It's got a lot of outreach potential because tons of people use Reddit. And to, to get this community more noticed within Reddit in general, it, it does take more upvotes and stuff. So anybody listening to this, if that's something you'd like to do, you can make a really simple account and uh, just start interacting with this page. And it's... You can even post about just whatever. Maybe you can just show off a cool card you got recently or just tell a redemption story. Uh, anything redemption-related, you can post about it here. And uh, just that interaction over time will cause this to like spread out and uh, gain more notice. Um, just as a quick little note here, while I was making these pages um, the other night, someone someone actually joined this Reddit that's not that wasn't already a part of the community. They're not on the forums or Discord yet. They just uh, they found this Reddit just from poking around a bit. So it's already got one person that just found it, and that was this is without me promoting it in any particular way yet. So it you know the potential for it to bring in a lot of new players is quite high. So I guess the way that we started this, and I know that this podcast episode sounded extremely negative to start because it was like, all right, here's all the problems with redemption that makes it difficult for a new player. But it's, 
it's always healthy to identify those things and know where your areas of potential improvement are. Do you think if you could go back in time and this Reddit was already up and running and this was the first redemption resource you got to, the way that you've built it, do you think that it would make the experience of joining the community better immediately? Or how, how do you think that that changes that experience? Absolutely. It, it, this is, and I'm not trying to brag about my efforts too much here, but this is... If you don't want to toot your own horn, I'll toot it. Toot, toot. I think it's fantastic. It, it is quite good. Um, it's... I took a lot of time to, you know, make sure it was done well. Um, this this is a big step for the community. And I know a lot of people, I've seen some people talk about how they don't really do Reddit, but I think if you look at it, you'll kind of understand this is, this is basically done something that hasn't really been done in tw- 27 years almost of this game being around um just the sheer user friendliness of it especially for new players this is this is top of the line stuff right now for the game (laughs) to put simply and i'll i'll follow up that with people that say that they don't they don't do reddit i don't do reddit either but i also didn't do discord before redemption got on discord so I mean, it's all it's all just ways to interact with the game and grow the community, and I think that we should all support that and definitely go and join. But even if you don't join, go and check it out and just click on. When you load it up, even if you don't want to click any links or click anything, any post, it says under Redemption CCG, the Join button's there, and then you've got two, two options right under the R logo. You've got Post, and then you've got Wiki. And if you click that Wiki... You'll see what we're talking about, about a newer returning player, and it's a it's a link. You can click that, and then it creates that path of here's general information and follow this, and it's just, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a great resource, I think, and I definitely, on behalf of everyone else, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you thank you for, for setting it up because when a new player wants to join the game, this is probably going to be the first thing that I point them to because it's, it's point them to one thing, and then they get everything. And I think that's the the best thing about it. The way that it's laid out is kind of easy to understand. And for the most part, I think it it not only gives them a lot of information, but it does so in a way that to where it's not like just a blitz of information to where it's overwhelming because everything's set up and you're following it in a certain order. So you're not just, boom, here's a whole bunch of information. Because you can join the Discord, and you or I'm sorry, not Discord, but uh, the boards. And you can go and find everything you need there. But it's so much information that it just kind of waters everything down. And this is kind of creating that step-by-step. This is how you get to this. And this is this is all of your resources for a new player. And I think it's just fantastic. Well, thanks. That's that's really good to hear. Because <laughs> I, I haven't had a whole lot of people check in on it yet. Um, but I, I feel like I've accomplished uh, kind of my initial mission of getting together this basic player information in a user-friendly way. Um, that said, I'm not done. I do intend to add some more advanced player stuff at some point, but 
and putting these pages together, I haven't really had time to actually play the game. <laughs> so now, now, now that this is done and I can break things down to this point where I can use this and quickly, really quickly access what I need to know, I feel like, you know, I can take a little break now and actually play the game some. <laughs> That's kind of not, not ironic, I guess. Maybe ironic, but it's pretty cool that you have sacrificed the chance to learn the game more individually for the betterment of future players that come to the game. I think that's a that's another just testament to the type of people that this game attracts. I think it's pretty cool. So we'll go ahead and we'll stop here and not rant too much. Definitely, again, there's currently 57 members. Let's try to hit at least 70. Um, if everybody listening to this goes and half of you join, then we'll hit that number. Um, Definitely, like I said, even if you don't join Reddit, if you don't join it, quote unquote, join it, go and check it out and look at it and see what we're talking about, about it being user friendly and give us some feedback. If you want to hit the general discussion on Discord and offer some feedback, I think you're you're always looking to improve it, right? Yes. If anyone sees this and they have any kind of feedback, maybe something could be worded a little better or you have more to add to a topic or new page ideas or just anything. I'm, I'm open to any kind of information you want to talk about or suggestions, just anything. I want to constantly improve where I can with this game and this Reddit. So it just gets better and better. Thank you so much for joining, guys. That's going to be a wrap for this week's episode of The Threshing Four. And I want to thank you, as always, for joining and tuning in each week. appreciate you. Couldn't do this without you guys listening on the other end. And like I said, next week we will have, or potentially later on this week, depending on when I can record, I may also release it this week. But we'll be having a topic or conversation with Jay Chambers about defense in the rotation format pre-GOC. So look forward to that. And thank you as always. Peace.